What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Metal. I hope everyone is staying warm, staying motivated, and crushing all the goals that you have for the winter months. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely been feeling the effects of the weather change and the time change. I feel so drained, so tired, and I just recently got sick, which I feel like I only get sick like once a year, but if you guys are with me on that, please let me know because this time change feels more like four-hour difference versus an hour difference. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It has been extremely hard to stay motivated. I have had days where I just want to be in bed and take a nap and be cozy and like it's definitely been affecting my workouts and We need to get back into a good headspace of being consistent and really making sure that we're staying on top of it because you know the old saying that summer bodies are made in the winter and we got to get it this year, guys. So in my previous episodes, I talked a little bit about how the wintertime can cause you to feel differently towards everything, your, you know, seasonal depression if you have that your motivation, just all around you feel differently, your serotonin levels are different. So this week I kind of want to talk about what also plays into that as far as our hormones and what really happens in our body that affects us to where we aren't as motivated. Specifically, I'm going to be talking about postpartum and what happens right after pregnancy and why it is so hard to stay motivated and to really find yourself in the gym after you have a baby. If you're one of those amazing superhumans that works out every day while you're pregnant and then continues right after you have your baby, kudos to you because I was not that person. I didn't work out while I was pregnant and my hormones and my levels just completely suffered after I had my son. So today I'm going to be telling you guys how I got through it, how I realized it was a hormone issue and what you guys can be doing to really get back into the swing of things after your hormones have gone through this crazy roller coaster after having a baby. So I first want to preface this episode by really stressing that you don't want to ever compare your situation to someone else's. And by that, I mean every woman's hormone levels are completely different. Every woman has a different you know, situation, whether it be home life, financially, all of that plays into stress levels. So if you're sitting there thinking, you know, why is it that women seem to have an easier time at the gym or working out or an easier time staying motivated than I do, you really want to look at those factors and think, I am me, my hormone levels are completely different and that's okay. I remember being pregnant and seeing all of these Instagram influencers working out while they were pregnant. You know, they would always look super cute and, you know, me being seven, eight months pregnant, I was like, I don't even want to get up in the morning. I was so tired. I was so like, I just felt defeated every day by the aches and pains of pregnancy that I didn't work out at all throughout my pregnancy. Looking back on it now and really thinking about how I will do it differently um, in my next pregnancy, I know that I would want to stick to some type of regimen, but 
that's the thought process that was going through my head is why is it seem to be so easy for everyone else and not for me. I understand now though, looking back that I was also dealing with a lot at that point, a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse going on. So my hormone levels and my mindset, it wasn't there. It wasn't where it needed to be. Therefore, I couldn't be as peppy and excited as some of these other girls that were working out throughout their pregnancy. And I tell you guys this because I feel that it is easy, especially as women, for us to look at other women and think she's so much further along than I am. But we really have to take that mind frame away from it, especially with social media. You have to look at it as, wow, that really encourages me to figure out what's going on with my body so that I can reach a point where I'm comfortable enough to have a regimen. Having a set workout routine is so healthy, you guys, and I know I've said it before in other episodes, but it's not just healthy for your physical health just to look good, but your mental health. That's why I started this podcast in the first place, so that women, people, but women in general could realize that mental health has so much more to do with your physical health than anything else. Because if you're not in the right mindset and you don't have, you know, everything else in balance, your hormones, you're not meditating, you're not being at peace with yourself, then how can you expect your physical body to follow that and create results? So let's begin with some facts. How does postpartum affect your physical and mental health? Well, According to Copper State OBGYN, it takes about three months for hormone levels to actually start balancing out after pregnancy. Realistically, your hormone levels don't go back to normal until about six months to a year after pregnancy. Doing the research on this actually confirmed and made me feel so much better about my journey personally because you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and when I was in the position that I was in and I was a new mom just fresh out of the gates, I had no idea why I felt the way that I felt. And I, I found it very hard to stay motivated at first and um, to really convince myself to be healthier. It was a challenge, and now looking back and seeing that, you know, my hormones were out of balance, I understand that that's why. So if you're a new mom and you're struggling with a lot of anxiety, depression, I would strongly recommend reaching out to a doctor, reaching out to a professional and getting your hormone levels checked. That's the first thing. Sometimes in order to have a balance, we need therapy or we need medication or, you know, a combination of the two. Don't ever be embarrassed to seek help in any of those areas because once you get those things aligned and you realize what your combination is to solve the problem, you're going to feel so much better within your body, your performance in the gym, and your overall physical health is just going to change. Until I discovered personally what the underlying root of my problems were, I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see. I mean, we all talk about it. We all know that you're supposed to eat healthy and have a schedule and everything that we've talked about in this podcast. But 
if you're not taking care of the underlying issues on what's going on, you can be in the best shape of your life. You can work out every day and you won't feel happy with yourself because it will never feel like enough. So making sure that we are taking care of our bodies, our hormones, our mental health, making sure that we are checking in with ourselves and thinking, how do I feel today? I might not feel like working out, but how can we get there? What can I do to take care of my mind today so that I can be motivated to start a regimen? As a new mother, you're going to experience so many different things within your body. Your sex drive might decrease. It might increase. Um, your anxiety, if you have depression, if you have seasonal depression, you know, changes in your irritability, just all kinds of things that you might not be used to. So figuring out the problem and how we can solve that and how we can really help with those issues, it's going to make a world of a difference when it comes to creating a schedule for yourself. For example, I know that my anxiety gets very bad at night, um, so that's why I prefer to work out in the mornings so that it's out of the way, like I've already done it in the morning, and at night I can rest thinking I already worked out today, I've already done my due diligence, and I can just relax in the evening. You have to learn those things about yourself in order to be successful in your fitness journey. If you're one of those people who you know deep down waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. isn't going to happen for you just with your schedule or whatever it may be, don't kid yourself and say, you know, I'm going to do this even though this really doesn't make me happy. If you're someone that is happier working out at night and it's more doable for you, by all means, do it. Be committed to knowing what works for you what's doable for you, and make yourself a promise that you're going to stick to that. You know, be dedicated to figuring out what's going on with your health because we only have this one body, and especially as a mother, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of your, your little ones. It really boils down to that self-care and self-dedication that we all have we just have to tap into it to really grow in our physical bodies and everywhere else in our lives. Maturing in my fitness journey has made me realize how much my physical health and mental health are intertwined. There would be days where I would wonder, how am I even going to get through today? This is one of the hardest days of my life. And I don't even know what I'm going to do next. I have no idea what tomorrow brings, but just focused on that day that I had. All I had was that day and knowing I can go for that 15 minute walk or 10 minute walk with Hudson or, you know, go to the gym and lift weights for an hour. That was my safe place. And afterwards, after my workout, I would feel this immense release of my anxiety, of everything that was stressing me out. And it was just so comforting to know that, okay, 
this is something I have every day that's going to make me feel like I can cope with my situation. It's almost like a miniature gift if you want to think about it that way. You know, you're with your kids all day, you're doing the mom thing all day, every day, and you think to yourself, tomorrow at this time, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go hiking, I'm going to go tanning or lift weights. That small piece of your day can really set the tone for the rest of your day. And once you get into a routine of doing that, not only are you going to be progressing physically, but you're going to start feeling better about yourself on the inside because it's something that you have every day to look forward to and you're not letting yourself down. You're staying dedicated to yourself and your growth. There's something huge to be said about how exercise affects our serotonin levels and our anxiety as a whole. That feeling that you get after engaging in physical activity, whether it be running or whatever you like to do, there's nothing like it. I mean, you hear about runner's high where runners will just get this burst of energy while they're running and then they feel amazing after. I mean, they might feel sore a couple days later, but you get what I'm saying. It's, it's a mental thing and my point is if we can just tune in to how our bodies are feeling, how our hormones are doing, it will really engage us in how we perform in the gym and with our overall physical health. In the beginning, I talked about how research says it takes about three to six months for our hormones to return to a pre-pregnancy level. I personally didn't feel myself until about a year after I had my son. This was due to many factors, trauma, stress, a lot of different things. That's why I said you never want to compare your situation to someone else's because you just never know what people are going through. But with that being said, I really had to develop a level of patience where I understood, okay, my situation and my body is different, so I need to treat it differently than other women would in their postpartum journey. Sometimes that can look like taking a break on sex for a while or really focusing on self-healing and your self-growth. That can look like returning to religion, whatever religion you practice. It can look like an array of things that are only there to enhance you and only there to um, really improve your way of thinking. You know, you also have to consider medical factors too. Are you someone who has endometriosis? Do you have a thyroid issue? Those things can play into your, your goals as well because that can be a medical factor that you might need external help with in order to reach your physical goals. That's why we need to be constantly checking in with ourselves and making sure that our hormone levels are where they need to be at. During my postpartum journey, there were a few things that really helped me every day to focus on getting that balance back together. One of the things that I really took heavy on was reading. I would find books that were related to my situation, which I can link for you in the show notes, um, and I would really indulge myself in those books, creating a different mindset for myself. That way, you know, on those days where my hormones and my emotions were telling me one thing, we could check in with ourselves and say, okay, this is the goal. 
This is why we're doing what we're doing. And let's get back on track. Don't be afraid to do some research on your particular situation. If you're someone who's grieving or dealing with loss or, you know, dealing with divorce or whatever it is, read up on all of those topics to make sure that you're completely educated on how your grieving process or your healing process should go and how you should handle it. Another thing that really helped me in my postpartum process was meditation And meditation can look differently for everyone. When I first started doing research on meditation, I believed it to be, you know, where you're sitting crisscross applesauce and that whole thing. But I really focused in on mindfulness, and that's a different type of meditation that requires a lot of practice. If you're someone who deals with being overwhelmed really easily, Mindfulness is an amazing tool, especially when you're dealing with postpartum. Mindfulness meditation really engages you to enjoy the moment that you're in, and that can be as little as I'm outside, my feet are on the ground, I'm enjoying the wind against my skin, things of that nature. Learning new things about yourself and learning ways to cope is going to be a journey. That's why I always refer to it as a postpartum and a healing journey. It's going to take time. You have to be patient with yourself, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, the way that I feel now towards being a mother and the way that situations have presented themselves, I'm just glad that I've put in the work and now I'm able to talk to other people about how they can change their situation It really is just a life-changing mindset when you realize that you are in complete control of your emotions and that once you realize and identify what the problems are in your life and what areas were weakened, we can become stronger by arming ourselves with that knowledge and knowing that about ourselves is very empowering when it comes to our physical health as well. And if there's one thing I want you guys to take away from this episode specifically, it's to be excited. I mean, I don't want you guys to think, oh my gosh, I have all these problems and what am I going to do now? No, this should excite you. Okay, here's a problem I have in my life. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to figure out what's going on and we're going to solve it. That's how we should look at this process as a whole. Finding books and authors and speakers and doing research on what was going to grow me was the most exciting part of my process. I mean, it felt like I was constantly a beginner and I was constantly learning something, which I felt was the most exciting part of this whole thing. And even though sometimes I know it gets overwhelming and I know sometimes it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel, there is one. I've lived it. I've been through it. You guys are going to get through it. Hang in there. I mean, it's, it's a journey. It's a beautiful one at that. And knowing yourself is one of the most amazing things that you can experience. And if you're someone who's experiencing postpartum depression or going through a tough time after having a baby, Don't be afraid to seek help. Don't be afraid to reach out to someone. Talk to anyone. Talk to 
a mom, a friend, a sister, brother, anybody, because throughout this journey, throughout your postpartum healing, you're going to need support and you're going to need the right kind of people around you to further you in that journey. If you guys are struggling to find resources or tools that will help you, again, I will link some of the things that helped me the most in the show notes, which is below where you're listening to this right now. And you can always find me on Instagram. It's just my first and last name, Destiny Alton. I'm on Facebook. And don't be afraid to shoot me an email, altondestiny at gmail.com. I love helping you guys in any way that I possibly can. I love sharing my story and I love getting feedback from you guys telling me that, you know, the things that I post and the things that I say and do really are helping you guys. There was a point in my life, in my journey where I needed someone to tell me these things. So I'm so grateful to be able to share my experiences and really form a community with you guys so that we can just grow together. Thank you for the continued support that you guys send me every day. My inbox is full of love and I hope you guys have an amazing week. We'll see you next time.